Hi, I'm Danielle and this is Chatter Out Loud, a podcast where I share thoughts and TV commentary on shows I like to watch. Now, before I start, I want to ask that you go ahead and like, follow, share, and subscribe. And on YouTube, where I upload my companion episode of my podcast, be sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell. This way you can get a notification every time I post a new episode and you won't miss out. So welcome or welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me. Your presence is very much appreciated. All right, the circle is picking up. It's getting pretty good. Um, On the last episode, episode four, we were left with a cliffhanger where the players were voting for the profile they believe the Spice Girls to be playing behind. And if at least five of the players were fooled, if if the Spice Girls fooled five players, at least five players, uh, $50,000 would be added to the grand prize. And at the end of episode four, we saw that... um, Brew, uh, his guess was Rachel. Alyssa's guess was Jared. Carol's guess was Nathan. Nathan's guest, guess, excuse me, was Rachel. Chris's guess was Carol. And Frank's guess was Jared, right? So out of those one, two, three, six players, <laughs> out of those six players, two of the players guessed Jared. So they guessed correctly. And four players guessed incorrectly. So we, we they only needed one more uh, house guest or one more player to guess incorrectly. And then the Spice Girls would have successfully achieved their mission. All right. The last two guesses before the cliffhanger from episode four, they were expected to come from Rachel and Yu Ling. And in my last episode, I forgot about Yu Ling. <laughs> I forgot about her guess. I thought Rachel was going to be the one that um, determined uh, if the prize went up or not. But it was Rachel and you, Ling. Um, And thank you, Gina, for bringing that to my attention. I appreciate you. All right. So Rachel, she guessed Alyssa. And then you, Ling, guessed, guessed Rachel. Right. So the Spice Girls. Oh, and I should say the Spice Girls, Jared, uh, they guessed Jared, of course. And that just confirmed that Jared is the Spice Girls. Right. And so they were all excited and like, I knew it. Oh, my God. And all that stuff. So ultimately, the Spice Girls successfully achieved their challenge by fooling the other house guests. And as a result, the grand prize increased to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So we saw all the house guests excited about that. Not only that, the guesses uh, really put targets on other people's back, right? Like people believe that Rachel is catfishing. Um, Alyssa has a target on her back. Uh, John Carroll has a target on his back. Yeah, so these guesses. And throughout episodes five through eight, which is what I'm getting ready to uh, recap now, a lot of targets, targets got bigger on people's backs in this game. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay, so for the remainder of this recap, I'm going to attempt to summarize episodes five through eight. All right, so here we go. In episode five, there was a there was a rating. That was the only rating out of all four of these episodes. Um, and I believe, yeah, I believe that was the only rating. Um, so the ratings were Krissa. Uh, she was in last place. John Carroll and Brew were tied for fourth place. Frank came in third. Yu Ling and Alyssa were the top two, respectively, and they became the new influencers. So Alyssa was already targeting Krissa, so it was not a surprise that she talked Yu Ling into blocking Krissa. 
and remember, when you are an influencer, you go to that hangout room and you deliberate on who to block. And they always start off with like, okay, who do you like? Who do you want to keep safe? And Yuling just was not strong in her argument, nor could she persuade Alyssa. Because Alyssa, once she had, she has her mind made up of who, I mean, she is writing everything in that notebook. <laughs> and she already has her had her mind made up that Krista was going, right? And Yuling could not talk her out of it. Um, and that was unfortunate. It was kind of awkward to watch. And I, I've just found it interesting that now Yuling wants to, well, well, I should say, let me back up before I uh, go there. Um, so yeah, they're, they're deliberating and they decided to block Krissa, right? So Yuling could not talk Alyssa out of it. They wound up blocking Car- uh, Krissa. Did I say Carissa? I meant Krissa. <laughs> Alyssa and Yuling blocked Krissa, right? And Yuling did not have any success in talking Alyssa out of it. Okay. And with this blocking, the top influencer, which was Yuling this week, um, had to deliver the news to Krissa face to face, right? The last uh, blocking, we saw them, um, like someone always has to announce it, but this time Yuling had to go see Krista face to face and let her know. It was kind of awkward to watch. And I found it interesting that Yuling now wants to play the game in Krista's in Chris's honor when she was part of the reason why Krista was blocked. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. Um, to me, it just felt like she was just blaming Alyssa and how Alyssa talked her into it when Krista was supposed to be Yuling's ally. So I, I just, whatever. Also, um, everyone acknowledges that John Carroll, um, hashtag Mama Carroll, <clears throat> is a threat in the game. Um, and even though everyone says it and they acknowledge it, they kept John Carroll in the game. <laughs> so go figure. Well, one of the things that I'm not much a fan of in the game is the roasting. Um, last season, it was a rap battle you know, and they kind of roasted each other this season. They're calling it a roast. And overall to me, it was eh. um, Nikki and I forget her last name. She's a comedian and she was the host of the roast. And I thought that her delivery was more entertaining uh, than the actual roast itself, but that's what she does for a profession. So that's no surprise. Um, but they roasted each other. And during the roast targets, again, grew bigger and bigger on people's backs, right? Okay, so I should say two more players entered the game. We saw Everson um, playing as himself. He's 35. He's a cruise director and he's from the ATL. And he said, hash, he's, he, yeah, he said, hashtag merman. <laughs> uh, he has a lot of energy and he's pretty fun. The way he walked in the room and did the Michael Jackson moves. <laughs> I mean, I like his energy. And he's uh, very much a people person. I mean, he's a cruise director. The, that's the person that, you know, does the activities and make the announcements and is so friendly with people on cruises. Like, so this is in his wheelhouse. He is a people person. Um, I'm not sure of his profile pick. That second one he got, he picked the one that looked like a prince uh, or a prince image. <laughs> the singer prince, you know. 
but but okay um i did crack up when he drank out of the vase thinking or the vase uh thinking it was a cup it was the the vase that was or vase uh that was shaped like a fish and he was just drinking out of it <laughs> that was funny all right and the second player that entered the game was trevor imani um and obviously trevor is catfishing uh as imani or playing the game as Amani, and he's 35. I didn't get the occupation. Um, his girlfriend was Delisa, who apparently won an earlier season of The Circle, season two, um, and she catfished and actually played the game as Trevor. <laughs> it would have been more interesting if he would have played the game as Trevor, because maybe people would have said, hey, that guy looks familiar, you know? And how does he play again? Uh, well, maybe, it, yeah, it, it would have been interesting in the game, but he would have uh, would have been a target immediately, right? Especially if they were fans of the circle and have watched uh, previous season or season two specifically, right? Because they would have recognized Trevor. So maybe it is a good idea that he went in, um, you know, catfishing, playing Amani. It always cracks me up how the guys how people are playing the opposite sex you know so this is going to be interesting and by the way he said yeah I'm playing this Amani person is a real person that he's playing it's his girlfriend's best friend and he knows about women and stuff like that I mean there's some things online about him and Delisa and that relationship but I just I don't know I I, I just looked I, I had that side eye <laughs> I'm giving him the side eye, Trevor. Anyway, he's playing the game as Imani. All right. Each of the new players threw a party, and that was their only way to chat with the other house guests to start. Um, so the other house guests decided which party to attend. Everson's party was an under the sea theme, and Trevor Imani's party was a toga party. And both were pretty fun. Uh, the house guests would not know who the other new house guest was until the morning after the party, right? Where they all were back in the circle. Um, and then the house guests spend a lot of time reviewing the new people's profiles, the new players' profiles, and, you know, doing private chats, talking, things like that. All right. Then there was another alert. And the players were notified of a data breach. Um, the circle was hit hard by a cyber virus. The two new players, Everson and Trevor Imani, were the only two that had the antivirus software. And they were immune from the data breach. And so at this time, it was clear that this was in place of a rating, right? And having the two top influencers and blocking someone. So this data breach was playing or was in place of that right anyway each player could upload one photo from the leaked albums um and that was the data breach right and they could do this anonymously and they asked their question and the point behind being anonymous was to be able to call out or ask the question you want um and pretty much like call out someone's game and make them a target that that was the ultimate goal to me so up to this point Alyssa really she really does take a lot of notes that girl is writing I mean she I wonder how many books she filled up during her time in the game right and she's playing this game she's playing hard she is a threat in the game for sure so her being in the position that she was in by the end of the episode is not a surprise and we'll talk about that in a second 
Um, the same for John Carroll. I think he's played a really good game too. Uh, no one except for Alyssa, I think, believe he is catfishing. Um, yet, here we are at the end of the episode eight and the two strongest players, so we thought, are in jeopardy and one of them will be blocked. All right. Alex Nathan, I think he's playing a good game as well. I think I, um, yeah. I should have done this summary at the end, but let me finish going through it. Alex Nathan, I think he's playing a very, a very good game. Um, and he's targeting those big players. Um, all right. Uh, the two new players, they deliberated in the chat. Okay. So I'm going back to the data breach now. I don't know why I did it like that, but sorry, I'm just reading through my notes. All right. So the two new players, it, it, in terms of the data breach, um, they had to deliberate in a private chat because they were immune from the data breach, right? And based on what they learned, what they've learned about the players and how the game is going thus far and the connections that they've made, um, it would all factor into who they wanted to pass the power of the antivirus to the fellow players. And ultimately what that means is that whoever they select will be safe in the game, right? And so when I saw this, I knew it was like a chain of safety, right? The two new house guests saved one person by giving them the antivirus software. That person saves another and so on and so forth. Um, the last player who would be, uh, the last play player would be the player that would be blocked. And in the circle, if you're blocked, you're out of the game. So here's how the chain of safety uh, went down. Everest, Everest, oh, Everson and Trevor Amani saved Frank. Frank saved Yuling. Yuling saved Rachel. Rachel saved Alex Nathan. Alex Nathan saved Brew. And then they left us with a cliffhanger. And Brew will save either John Carroll or Alyssa. And, <laughs> and given the fact that Brew is in an alliance with both of them, it's going to be really interesting to see who he picks. So that was a good cliffhanger. I really enjoyed that. Um, so what do you think? Um, I think he may save John Carroll, right? Um, both John Carroll and Alyssa, again, uh, they are playing really good games, which is probably how they ended up in the position that they're in now <laughs> because people are targeting uh, them. Uh, and oh yeah, i I forgot to say earlier, um, I can't remember which episode this was announced in. The circle is closed, meaning that there will be no new players entering the game after Everson and Trevor Amani, and the winner will be amongst who is in the game right now. And the players right now are Alyssa, Brew, John Carroll, Everson, Frank, Trevor Amani, Alex Nathan, Rachel, and Yuling. One of those players will be the winner of the circle season four. Do you have a favorite so far or who do you think is playing the best game? Um, I can't wait to see who brew saves. You have to let me know what you think in the comment. All right. And that's all I have. So be sure to come back and give me a listen. I'd love for you to like, share, follow, and subscribe. Thank you very much. Okay. My name is Danielle and you're listening to my podcast, Chatter Out Loud. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I appreciate your support. And that's all I have. Thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you next time.